This broadcast is part of the IC Robots Radio Network. Visit icrobots.com for this and many other nerd slash nostalgia related podcasts. You won't be sorry for long. episode of the year, the 2018 Summer Movie Awards. We're going to hear from Ferg, we're going to hear from Gino Vega, we're going to hear from Carlos from GeekFest Rants, we're going to hear from, we're going to hear from Johnny Five, it's going to be great, we're going to start off with the pre-show, but before we get there, listen to this. I'm aware that this assignment has been less than exciting thus far. This is no excuse for interfering with ship's communications. Whoever is generating semi-musical noises on the bridge will please cease such activities immediately. There doesn't seem to be any way to shut out the sound except by plugging one's ears. I am left with only one hypothesis, that we are being visited by a being of pure sound. It's still hard to sleep. We can't have everyone walking around with earplugs. Can't we fight back somehow, Spock? Fight with your sound, it's gone. It's finally gone. On where, Jim? Who knows, Bones? We don't know where it came from. We can't imagine where it goes. I hope it went away happy. Perhaps someday, when we understand a little more about how our own music affects us, we'll be ready to understand and communicate with creatures like it a little better. Listening to the Toys R Us report. We're chilling in the shade because it's hot in the summer. We're number one and you are just another. Join Life in Progress. This is me, Summer Movie Awards. Pre show. Broadcast. Hey everyone, it is me, Icy Robots, and I am out here. I am not with, I am not directly with the peeps, but I am. I am able to be seen by the peeps live on closed circuit TV for the for the beginning of the 2018 Summer Movie Awards, the show where the show where we gather luminaries from from far and near, from hither and yon in the in the podcast universe to come down and salute the great movies that came out for the uh, for the summer of 2018. Is the best time of year for movies. This is the time in which everybody's out on, everyone's out on summer vacation. Everyone's taking time off, and they put, they put the biggest shoot 'em ups, they put the biggest sci-fi films, they put the biggest 
the biggest superhero joints, all that cool stuff out there to help make the hot summer days a little bit cooler. Am I right? Uh, this year, we're going to take a look at things like Mission Impossible. We're going to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp. We're going to talk about Hotel Artemis. We're going to we're gonna talk about Hereditary, the scariest movie I've, I've seen in years. It's going to be great. We're going to have visits from Ferg from the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast. We're going to have visits from uh, Mr. Sensational Gino Vega himself. We're going to talk to him. We're going to talk to Hollywood Hall of Famer Johnny Five, and we're going to have we're going to have Vic Sage and the Projectionist doing their doing their annual tradition, the the best summer horror film. That's a good category this year. We got the Meg, we got Hereditary, we got all all kinds of fun stuff. This is this is traditionally the biggest Icy Robots radio presentation of the year. So everybody, I hope you're going to have a good time. We're going to be we're going to be doing it up Hollywood style. We're going to have a we're going to have an appearance by DJ Iceberg 13 who's going to drop a he's going to drop a musical tribute to to Instant Melissa who passed away this year uh, in a in a violent space flea attack. It's going to be great. Let me let me get on over to the studio where I can where I can start the show. It's uh it's across the hall. Let me uh it's across the hall up a stairs around the thing. Let me let me get over there. I'm on my way. <laughs> I see robots radio, some movie awards. I am your co-host with the co-host, Engineer Emily. We are waiting for ISR who is still running here. His cardio is terrible. This past summer we saw a grip of funny films. Everything from one where grown-ups play tag, to one where a man can drink and uses its ability to fight crime. Okay, okay, I'm here, Emily. I made it. Ooh, why? Why is it so far from where we where we do the show? Why do we why do we do this in here? We run here every year. It's literally like 200 yards. You shouldn't be so injured. I was just about to introduce Carlos from Geek Festival. What uh? What category does he have? He is doing the best summer comedy. Oh, okay. Let me uh, let me try to tune him in. He's down there. He's down there in Florida. Okay, you do that. All right. Let me see. Um, Florida. That's on the east. Turn it this way. Uh, let me let me see. Got him. Here he is, live from uh, live from planet Earth. Is Carlos Perón from Geekfest Rants to present the best summer comedy of 2018. Take it away, Carlos. Hi there, this is Carlos Perone from GeekFest France to present the best summer comedy movie nominees for the Icy Robots Radio Summer Movie Awards. I hope you guys at the Moon Base are getting my signal nice and clear. And up first, we have Tag, a hilarious story about a young man with an unusual skin condition that requires him to see a dermatologist about some tags that are coming out of his back. <laughs> then we have The Spy Who Dumped Me, a funny story about industrial espionage between two porta potty companies. Then we have Ant-Man and the Wasp, 
a pair of radio morning personalities find love in the most unusual places. <laughs> and finally, the Happy Time Murders. This is the very long-awaited sequel to the George Lucas classic, The Radioland Murders. And the winner is... Ant-Man and the Wasp. I'm afraid the producers of Ant-Man and the Wasp couldn't be here today, so I will accept this magnificent award on their behalf. Now back to you, Icy Robots, on the Moon Base. Carlos, thank you. That was amazing. You always come through with these great presentations. You're you're a true man among men, and we only wish we only wish you the best to find Carlos every week here on the Icy Robots Radio Network with his show, Geek Fest Rant. It's great. Up next, up next in the award show is one of the most important awards we give out every year. This is an award known as the Best Supporting Actor in a Summer Movie. And here to present this award is our good pal, Ferg, from the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast, which which you can find, maybe you can find it on the internet. You can find it out there anywhere. It's like, it's like super famous, the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast with Ferg. Let me... Let me kind of tune Ferg in. He sometimes gets spotty connection to Delaware. I I don't know what that is. Maybe the weather. Maybe the clouds. I don't know. Let me see. Uh, that, 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 that. Oh, here he is. Take it away, Ferg. Hey, how's everybody doing out there? Oh, okay, okay. Let's calm down, calm down. My name is Ferg. I am the host of the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast, and I'm coming to you live from the Pooptronics East Coast Earth Base. And I hope you can see me on the closed circuit TV because uh, Pooptronics does not make quality products, apparently. <laughs> and I'm getting a lot of snow on this side, so I can't see you guys. Hope you're doing well out there, though. I'm here to introduce the Best Supporting Actor in a Summer Movie nominees for the Icy Robots Radio Summer Movie Awards. So let's get to the nominees. First one, Sophia Butella for Hotel Artemis. And Sophia is a two-time nominee in this category. Good luck, Sophia. Next one is Kate Blanchett for Ocean's 8. Then we have Millie Shapiro for Hereditary. Finally, Michael Pena for Ant-Man and the Wasp. And the winner is Michael Pena for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Congratulations to Michael Pena. This is his first time as a nominee and his first win, obviously. Well, unfortunately, Michael Pena could not be here tonight to accept this award, so I will accept it on his behalf. You know, back in 2013... All I had was a rock band microphone and a dream. I was get oh I'm getting played off already. Okay, well, uh, okay, so I'll skip the I'll skip the speech. Bye everybody. The 2018 summer movie awards will continue after this. Hurry, let's go. Meet 2XL. He asks you questions. True or false? There are now living on your body over 200 tiny creatures. That's true. True is right. 2XL is full of fun questions and answers about animals, sports, monsters, even jokes. <laughs> what do you call two banana peels? A pair of slippers. <laughs> Who's the talking robot with a mind of its own? 2XL. Batteries not included. Additional tapes sold separately from Tiger. And now we are trying to prepare you to put them in all right, guys, we are back. Thanks for sticking around for the, for the next section of the 2018 IC Robots Radio Summer Movie Awards. I want to I want to send a big shout-out to 2XL. Your support is, well, we wouldn't be able to put on a show without all of you. All you sponsors, 2XL, big up from the bottom of my heart. The, 
The next award we have coming up is a big one. It is the best summer horror movie. Summer summer and horror movies go together like bacon and eggs. They go together like macaroni and cheese. They go together like peanut butter on a piece of celery. Another thing that goes together like peanut butter and celery is our presenters, Vic Sage and The Projectionist, who are going to be going to... They're going to be broadcasting live via closed-circuit television from from the Retroist Vault. It's pretty hard to get reception from down there. Let me, uh, let me give a hand on the dial here and see if I can find his channel. All right, take it away, Big Sage and the Projectionist Best Summer Horror Movie 2018. Projectionist, that is the button for the commencement of the live feed for IC Robots Radio Summer Movie Awards, my friend. I'm Vic Sage, and this is my co-host, The Projectionist. And we are honored to be presenting the award once again for Best Summer Horror Movie. I suppose the paycheck will clear this time. Projectionist. Yes, it fills my heart with joy to be able to send this broadcast up to the Jupiter Moon Base. We all know and love. And who else would I see robots and his robotic compadre, Iceberg 13, ask to discuss horror films than us, That is what friends are for, Projectionist. Now, let's get started with the nominees for this year's Best Summer Horror Movie. First up, we have The First Purge. We are on a live broadcast stage. Read the nominee correctly. I did. The first nominee is The First Purge. My apologies, dear listeners. Victor doesn't understand that you cannot nominate a first film in a franchise, it must be the latest film in the series. The First Purge is the name of the new movie, Projectionist. What? Yeah, it's a prequel of how The Purge got started. Oh, my apologies then. Our second nominee is for The Meg, a documentary on the life and career of Meg Ryan. Can that be correct? No, Projectionist. The Meg is the new Jason Statham action horror film about a 70-foot shark. Did you read up on any of these nominees that we were sent? No. The third nomination for this year's Best Summer Horror Movie goes to Hereditary. This is a film that might see Tony Collette take home the Oscar gold, friends. Last but not least is Unfriended. The Dark Web. A horror picture that reminds me what I wish I could accomplish with Victor here. Thanks, Projectionist. All right, let me open the envelope here. Let's announce this together, my friend, okay? Hereditary is the winner. (sighs) Friends, sadly, Ari Aster, nor the cast and crew of Hereditary, could make it to the IC Robot Summer Movie Awards today. Something about having to take a family photo? I'm not sure what that means, but I am sure IC Robots and Iceberg 13 know what to do with the award. Thank you for tuning in, and from the projectionist and myself, 
We look forward to seeing you next year. Vic, Projectionist, and everyone else down there at the Retroist Vault, I gotta give you guys a big up. Thanks for being part of the show. I gotta give a big up to the cast and crew of Hereditary. That movie was... That movie was out of sight. It was unlike anything that I've ever seen. But this year was not all... It was not all fun and games. It was not all scary movies. It was not all... It was not all death-defying stunts. It was... It was a year in which we... We lost a crew member in which a crew member was unable to defy death. A year in which... A year in which space fleas have been running amok here on the Jupiter moon base. And this... This loss has touched us all. Ensign Melissa, you were... You were an integral part of the show since day one. And seeing you go has been something we never thought would ever, ever happen to us. And it's touched us all. And here now... Here now with a special musical presentation is our dude Iceberg 13 joined live by the Commodores. Yes, the Commodores from Motown Records. Take it away, Iceberg. Thank you, Icy Robots. Ensign Melissa was a flesh bag, that is true, but she did not bother me as much as some of the other ones do. This song is for her. Commodores, please try and sound better than you did at the... Rehearsal. You sounded awful. I am now going to rock the wheels of steel. Rock it. Yeah, bless it. Yo, Iceberg. Drop some knowledge, God. Kick it. Break bread with the enemy, but no matter how many cats I break bread with, I'll break who you send in me. It's time to get stupid. Get off the Bozak, you're just a customer. Lemon to a lime, a lime to a lemon. up in luxury, pushing fat wits and living comfortably. Really though. Really though. Really though. And now you know. Icy Robots, it's time to bring the noise. Grab this mic and kick the mask. Iceberg, the Commodores, that was that was a beautiful performance. I I'm a bit choked up right now. Um, we we miss you so much, and so Melissa, we 
It hurt to have to send you off in that can, and we wish that... We wish the best for you on the... On the night shift. Uh, that was... That was pretty emotional. Let's... Let's take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be right back with the, uh... We'll be right back with the best actor in a summer movie in our dude, Gino Vega. The 2018's Icy Robots Radio Summer Movie Award. We'll return after a word from our sponsor. From these eerie laboratories, from the wild imagination of Kooky Professor comes a fantastic new creature. Is it man or monster? It's Big Lou, Giant Moon Robot by Marx. You can make him work for you, fight for you, even talk to you with ten complete phrases. You sight the enemy through Big Lou's target scope. You can make him fight with all kinds of weapons. Blast off. Fire. Load his gun barrel arm and... Bam. Can anything stop him? No. Big Lou has all the tricks. Hear his bell. Blow his whistle. You can even buy batteries that make his eyes flash. He's ready to work for you, fight for you, even talk to you. Get the giant moon robot. Bargain price, Big Lou. By Max. And now we return to the PRU report from the new viewers. Big shout out to Big Lou, the robot that will work and also fight for you. That guy, man, he is on your side like David Horowitz. You know, he will... He'll do whatever it takes. Big, big shout out to Marks. Big shout out to Big Lou. The the next award we have coming up on the Icy Robots Radio Summer Movie Awards is, this is a big one. This one, this one falls to our boy Gino Vega and this is the category of best actor in a summer movie. Let me, let me see if I can tune in the dude. He's, he's down there in Santa Rosa. It's. Usually get good connection from uh, Callisto to uh, down there in SR. Let me see. Oh yeah, here he is. Uh, Gino Vega, take it away. Testing, testing. Uh, one, two, one, two. Is this on? Hey everybody, this is Mr. Sensational Gino Vega, broadcasting to the moon base on Callisto from Sensational Manor down here on Earth. You may not remember me. I've, I've been gone for a couple months. Uh, to be perfectly honest, guys. I've been in captivity. My house got surrounded by kids a couple months ago, and they haven't really let me out much. It seemed kind of harmless at first. I thought they were joking, but it was no joke. But uh, I think school started again. They, they haven't been around as much, so I snuck out. I found the old blue snowball microphone, hooked it up to the sensational podcast machine, and, well, here I am. I'm back. I don't know, it still seems a little too good to be true, but I'm just going to roll with it. So uh, in the meantime, while I keep one eye looking over my shoulder for uh, small individuals looking to lock me back up in the closet, I got this email from IC Robots, and, and guys, it looks like Summer Movie Awards are here again in the IC Robots Radio Universe, and he's asked me to present. So without any further ado, let's get down to brass tacks. Ladies and gentlemen, I am proud to present to you the IC Robots Radio Network Summer Movie Awards nominees for Best Actor in a Summer Movie for the 2018 film year. And the nominees are Elsie Fisher, 8th Grade, Tony Collette, Hereditary, Evangeline Lilly, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible Fallout. And ladies and gentlemen, the winner is Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible Fallout. 
first win, first time nominee. Congratulations, Tom. Unfortunately, Mr. Cruz couldn't be here to receive the award, so I'm going to do the honors for him. I'll have my captors get in touch with his captors and make sure the award is sent to him post-haste. In the meantime, this is Mr. Sensational Gino Vega. I'm back, and I'm out. Gino Vega, big up to you. Gino Vega is, of course, on the IC Robots Radio Network. And we're going to be seeing more Mr. Sensational Gino Vega podcasts coming soon. It's going to be great. I'm sure that you guys are all going to be happy. I I also want to give it up to Tom Cruise. Congratulations on that win. It was definitely, definitely deserved. You did some bananas stunts. And I'm sad. I'm sad he couldn't be here today. But that is what it is. And we must move forward into the final award of the evening the best summer movie of 2018. And to present the award is Hollywood Hall of Famer, hold on, Johnny Five. I, I'm receiving word in my earpiece that Johnny Five has not, Johnny Five has not arrived. I, I'm going to toss it to you, Engineer Emily. Hey everyone, this is Engineer Emily, and I had a feeling that Johnny Five might pull something like this, so I went ahead and contacted a good pal of IC Robots to stand by just in case. He goes by the name of Doug McCoy, and he is coming to you live from the great state of California with the best summer movie of 2018. Take it away, Doug. Emily, no, stop. Will you get off of my tablet? I'm trying to run a Clash Clans battle here. I-I-I-I'm almost up to a level 15 archer. I've got to get some more gold. Johnny Five? I-I don't care about Johnny Five. I'm telling you, these robots are not reliable. First, they don't show up for the awards. And, uh, you know, next, it's going to be full-scale robot apocalypse. I don't know why. Okay, fine, fine. Let's get it. Give me the list, and I'll get it done. All right, here we go. Okay, so... Hey, everybody. uh, This is Doug McCoy from... uh, you got to hold the teleprompter... Still, Emily, I can't read when you're shaking. Okay, Doug McCoy from Crazy Creepy uh, Cool Movies and 80s Anthologies, episode by episode, all the other great shows on the uh, McCoy cast uh, podcast. Hey, Johnny Five was supposed to be here, but robots, am I right? Who's Johnny? More like, where's Johnny, right? Right? Okay, well, anyway, here are the uh, nominees for Best Summer Movie. Uh, we have Mission Impossible Fallout. Eighth Grade, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Hereditary, and Jurassic World. So, Emily, is there a drum roll? No drum roll? Okay. The winner is Mission Impossible Fallout. Where's Tom? No Tom either? No Johnny Five and no... My goodness, guys, you've got to stop doing this on the Moonbase Closed Circuit TV, I'm telling you. Uh, Okay, so I guess I'm receiving the award. Well... Uh, On behalf of Mr. Tom Cruise, let me jump on the couch and say thank you very much. And Emily, am I done? Okay, I'm back to Clash Clans. You made it this far. It's time for the final segment. The Icy Robots Radio Pop Culture slash Toy News slash Other Boring Stuff Informational Moment. Alrighty, Tidy Whitey, thanks for tuning in to that. I want to thank everybody who 
who tuned into the 2018 Summer Movie Awards. I want to thank everybody, everybody out there who took part. You got Ferg from the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast. You got Carlos Perón from Geek Fest Rant. You got Gino Vega from right here on the IC Robots Radio Network. You got Doug McCoy from McCoy Casting. You got... We can't forget Vic Sage and the Projectionist from Down in the Retroist Vault. This is always, this is always my favorite show of the year. It's great to get everybody together. It's great to do this. I had, I had an awesome time. I, I feel as if, I feel as if next year when we do this show, I'm going to, I'm going to expand the period of time that we call summer. This year, this year I was strict and we're still working the bugs out. This year I was strict and I, I went from the day 2.0 got out of school to the day 2.0 comes out of school. And it's just, it's just not long enough. There are a couple movies out there like Solo and Deadpool. And if you would have just like stretched it out a little bit more, you would have been able to grab these movies and had, had a more competitive uh, award show. So next year, get ready for that. The the period of time is going to be longer. We're going to have more nominees. It's going to be great. I I thought that there were some cool movies out this summer. Mission Impossible was amazing. You can't you can't front on that at all. Hereditary was that movie was awesome, man. It made me feel creepy. I it took me a while to like took me a while to like unsettle and to be able to look at that critically and and see how see how interesting that it was. Ant Man and the Wasp was all that all that I wanted. I, I had a good one, man. It was a good summer movie period of time. Not, not as awesome as last year. Last year, I was thinking you had, you had Baby Driver, and you had Dunkirk, and you had, I believe, also Spider-Man. Those are, those are three borderline Hall of Fame caliber movies, all within one short period of time. That's, that's hard to, it's hard to compare, you know, it's hard to compare that to any other, any other summer. It was fantastic. Thanks again to everybody for tuning in. Thanks again to everybody who took part. I I cannot thank you guys enough. This this was just so much fun. I hope you enjoyed it. Let's let's see. We got some time left. This this did not fill up the whole uh the whole hour block that the uh, that the network would have liked. So let's uh let's see what we can do. We got some we got a couple voicemails. I I've, I've gone through these and there are some that I think it's best to wait next week. Some are going to require more attention, but we got, we got a good one here. This is going to lead into a, a little bit of good talk. This is from, this is from Mighty Matt D, who is, uh, he's a good, uh, good Pokemon pal of mine. Let's see, let's see what the, uh, notorious MMD has to say. Hey, ISR, it's, uh, it's your boy, Mighty Matt D. I just wanted to, uh, to follow up, you know, on my, my previous message, you know, I left, uh, I left that you had mentioned that get Pokemon Go gifts from me from all over and that you, maybe I sell brushes or what have you. That's not really the case. I was traveling for work for a while, so I did get the Pokemon gifts from far and wide. That's probably not really going to be a thing anymore. I'm more back home in my hometown now, but um, so you're not going to see all, all the far-ranging gifts anymore, but I'm still going to try to send them when I can. And I was just curious, not to, to clutter up your show with too much Pokemon Go talk, but... When you play, do you play just you and your wife just hanging out, wandering around? Do you, do you group up with the others? Because, like, we usually end up seeing other people playing and get a group going, and you meet all kinds of interesting people, to say the least, because, I mean, let's face it, it it's a children's game, but really only adults play it. 
because it requires a smartphone, I guess. Like, it's kind of an interesting phenomenon to me. So I was just kind of curious what your take is on that. Do you see others playing? Are they mostly adults? Uh, are there any interesting folks you've ever run into while playing the game? I'm, I'm just curious what your thoughts are. Thanks, man. And thanks for making my week a little bit less week. We appreciate all the hard work you do. Thanks for calling in. It's interesting that you brought up Pokemon Go because I, I've recently changed the the method in which I play. I still play a lot of different ways, but this is this is my main playing format as of as of right now. I have I have a route around the uh the Earth Base neighborhood where I can get like five or six different Pokestops. Pokestops are where you can go to like re-up new equipment that you might need, like Pokeballs or berries or whatnot. This is also where, also where you get gifts that you can send to your friends, and Mighty Matt D and I have been sending, sending gifts back and forth. If you want to get down with this, if you play Pokemon Go, hit me up. I will add you as a friend. Just go to the Facebook group, facebook.com backslash robot. Send me a message, make a post, just let me know. I'll add you. I'm down for it. But I, I have this route, and Mighty Matt, you may have seen some of these Pokestops. It's like Oak Park, Rinkin Valley Christian School and all these, all these other ones. And what I do is I get on my bike and I ride this loop around. And sometimes I'll do the, I'll do the loop twice. This is how I get all my Pokestops. I try to do this like three or four times a week. It's also, you know, it's good for the fitness. And I love, I love riding bikes. So it's, uh, you know, it, it works in many different ways. And I, I try to get this as fast as I can. It's a few miles. It's a nice, it's a nice bike ride. There's some hills, there's some downhills. It's, it's strenuous enough that you get a good workout, but it's not strenuous enough that you're that you're hating life. But if I feel like I want to do a harder workout, I'll I'll take some of the hills twice. I'll go down the hill, up the hill, up the hill, down the hill three or four times. That that adds enough that I can I can feel like I blew myself up. But that that's not all Pokemon Go. That's that's just like general life fitness. Ride a bike, it's fun. I've been considering doing a this boring life about bike riding, and I I gotta get started on that. But that's that's neither here nor there. The the wife plays too. Her and I sometimes on the weekends when we're hanging out, we'll walk around and get some poke stops. I I don't really get involved in like public raids. I know that there is a Santa Rosa Discord where people. People like plan meetups and stuff, but I don't, I don't really want to get involved with that too heavily. I don't know why. I just, uh, sometimes I'm not the most like, sometimes I'm not the most like outwardly social, social guy. I, uh, I don't know how I feel about, I just, I don't know, man. I, even as a Pokemon Go player, I have this, this prejudiced image of Pokemon Go players and I, I, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't want to get into it, but I, I definitely see the advantages as far as getting experience points and winning some raids and stuff. You've told me in the past that you've done that, and I, I do think it's a good idea. I just, I haven't gotten down with it yet, but at some point, I'm sure, I'm sure that I will. I don't really raid too much. I mostly battle gyms. I, I like to collect Pokemon and then battle gyms. That's um my, that's my thing. I like to have as many of the gyms in the Rinkin Valley area controlled as, as I can. I, I'm part of the, part of the yellow team, Team Valor, I think, and I want to turn, I want to turn the whole valley yellow. I can usually get the Mormon church, I can usually get the, the old folks trailer park around the way, I can usually get the, I can usually get the one in Montecito Park, but it's hard, it's hard to lock them all down at once. There is this, there's this member of Team Red, her name is Purdue's mom, 
Purdue, P-U-R-D-U-E's mom. And I, I feel like she is my rival in that I'll knock off a gym, then she'll come and knock it off, and then we just go back and forth and back and forth. But then I wonder if she feels the same way about me. You know, you, when you have a rival, you always got to wonder if your rival considered you to be their rival as well. I got this, this like, game-altering uh, device, this accessory for my bike the other day. It's a, it's like a bike wallet that attaches to your handlebars, and it also, it allows you to keep your phone right there so I can hit the Pokestops while I'm riding my bike. Like, I, like, I slow my roll a bit, and I give it a swipe as I go by, so that's... That's been, like, game-changing because I can ride around and also see if I, you know, if I see any Pokemon that I don't have. Because up until that point, this point that I got, I got this thing, I've been I've been keeping my phone in my upper pocket. And when I get to the Poke, Pokestop, I stop, pull it out, swipe the Pokestop and keep going. But now I can just, I don't even have to, you know, stop. I can just slow my roll a bit and just kind of flip. And uh, do it as I go by. Don't worry. These are all very safe situations. I'm not... I am in no way a thrill seeker when it comes to riding a bike. Uh, most of all, when I'm riding my bike, I want to come home safe. So I, I hop up onto the sidewalk usually when I when I do the Pokestop so I don't so I don't get a squish. I have um I have like a cruiser bike. It's uh it's black with red rims and has some cool pinstriping on it. It's not like an old styly kind of cruiser. It's a more like modern one gear cruiser bike. And I I ride it all the time. I love riding bikes and I really I really think that, like, adding Pokemon Go to the mix has increased the amount of time that I, that I ride my bike. Sorry, sorry, Matt D, if this is all, this has all gotten, like, mixed together, the Pokemon Go and the bike riding. But, uh, they, they go hand in hand for me lately. I, I recently discovered a whole new set of Pokestops in Oregon Valley. There's this park called Tanglewood Park that I don't go to. I don't go there all too often, but I, I was riding my bike through there and I discovered... There's a gym, there's a Pokestop, there's actually like three or four Pokestops all in a row through this park, so I've been, I've been going over there. The Safeway on Calistoga Road has a grip of Pokestops, we go through there a lot. I, I wish I had more time to play Pokemon Go with the wife, but we always have fun when we're doing it together, but sometimes we're just like not on opposite hours necessarily, but on crisscrossy hours with, you know... With the work up on the moon base and stuff, dude, there's a lot going on, you know? I, I don't get down to Earth in the uh, the same amount of time that she's away, so it's just, you know, we don't get to play together as much as we would like. But, um, I don't know if you can hear that. I I had to bring this kitten with me up into the moon base because the wife's going off on a business trip and she can't keep an eye on the kitten. We've been fostering a, a couple kittens and I, I had to bring one with me and we got the the youth are youth to keep an eye on the other one, but, uh, he's, he's banging around in here. He, he keeps trying to get at these, these inanimate carbon rods that we use and on the, on the earth base and he keeps swatting them around and I don't know, I don't know if you can hear it, but if you do, that's what it is. He's a, he's a cute little orange boy. He has big, big googly eyes. I like him a lot. I, we've been hoping to find somewhere for him to live down on earth that would, that would be, you know, a nice, fun, happy, safe place, but we haven't had any success so far. I, I hope we don't have to end up keeping him. That's the, that's the threat when you foster a cat. The cat might end up just staying with you for good. But I hope that um I hope that you don't hear him banging around a little too much. I've I've actually swatted at him a few times. I don't know if you've heard me kind of like lean away from the mic, but I I was doing a swat. So Matt D, thanks for calling in. I really appreciate it. You know, thanks for the patronage as well. Matt D is a He's a show patron, so we gotta we gotta give it up to him for that. He helps he helps to get the show produced every week, dudes. 
dudes and ace. So let's see what else is what else is going on. Oh, I opened my Sulu, my Sulu Migo, and on the last the last time we spoke, I mentioned how I didn't think that he had a belt, but when I opened him up, I could see that he did in fact have a belt. It was it was just under his shirt. It's like a it's almost like a black uh, zip tie. It's not the most impressive belt, but it is. It is a belt, and it does hold his gun, and it does hold his communicator, so I gotta, I gotta call it a belt. I was really impressed with the quality of the Sulu. The articulation was, was very nice. I have him up there with my, with my old school Star Trek Migos, and he fits in perfect. It's like, you wouldn't even tell, except for that, you know, he appears a little newer, as far as, you know, dings around the edges. But you would not tell that he wasn't part of that original series. I'm very, very, very impressed with the with the quality of these Migos. I still haven't found Dracula. I've I've been going to the Target every every once in a while and I have not yet seen Dracula. I have not yet seen Jimi Hendrix. Those are two that I want. I I still haven't picked up picked up Chekhov, but I but I will. I'm aiming to. I just I just have not yet. What else is going on? This is this kind of falls into the it's sad but true department. I was I was driving past the Toys R Us and it looks like they are putting a Halloween store in there, a spirit a spirit pop up Halloween store in there, which is I don't know, man. I guess it's as good as anything to go in there, but until until they started doing it, I guess like in the back of my mind, I was holding out hope that maybe the Toys R Us would reopen. I don't know how that would happen. Magic. But I, I'm sad to see them start emptying the the store out. When I drove by, the the spirit Halloween workers were pulling everything out a, out of a side hatch. And they were loading it into these these kind of like those big bins that you, you order from storage companies. And they come, drop them off, then pick it up again. Those kind of crates. They were loading a bunch of like carts and things like that into the into the crates. I I I don't know, man. That was that was a bummer, but it was something to be be expected. What's weird is like when you're online and you you see you see people from overseas still having Toys R Uses and posting like I've started to see some Star Wars Black exclusives, Toys R Us exclusives getting posted online, and I'm like, that's great. I would I'd be able to get my hands on that if we. If we had one, I don't know. I I don't know. I knew that someday this sadness would fully sink in and it has it has sunk. It's not the same going over to Target and looking at toys. It's fine, but it's not the same in any way. I I feel like such a dork being at the Target all the time. Whereas when I was when I was over at the Toys R Us all the time, I felt I felt like I was a toy collector, like I was a toy hunter. But when I'm over at the Target, I just I feel like a dork. I don't I don't like it. It's it's just a matter of personal preference, I guess. What else? What else is popping off? I I don't know. I guess uh, you have just we've been planning the summer movie awards. That's really been that's really been the 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 full thing going on. Let's I don't know. Let's take one more voicemail before we get out of here, and we'll we'll see what uh, we'll see what that's all about. Let me find one here. All right, hold on. Here we go. Hello, this is Leslie, the Commodore's assistant. He wishes to express that he is very pleased with your job performance. He also wishes to express that it is with great regret that he is going to be closing down the moon base immediately. You and your crew will be transferred to his undersea cellular station effective next week. You will be transported down to Earth via shuttle in one hour and picked up Thursday for transfer to the ocean's floor. Please pack any scuba equipment you might own. Thank you, and have a great afternoon. Congratulations on the transfer. That can't be real, 
could it? I I know I know Leslie. I've met him a couple times at like different uh, Pooptronics events, but that that can't be a uh, like a real thing. I know that I know that Pooptronics has an undersea base, but I. I, I I know that things up here are looking pretty rough, and the space fleas, the space fleas have done a lot of damage to the to the interior of the of the station. But that that can't be a real thing. I I I wonder. I I'm gonna have to look into that. But they they said they're gonna be here in an hour, and when I when I look at the time code, that's that's not too long from now because I didn't you know I didn't play the message as soon as I. As soon as I got it, I wonder if I wonder if I should start packing up my stuff. I have a lot of I have a lot of stuff here, but if this is if this is a prank, I I, I don't know what to do. Uh, I I huh? I think that I think I'm gonna have to take this seriously. That sounded like Leslie is the Commodore's assistant. I I know I know that's what he sounds like. I've, I I get messages from him every every once in a blue moon, but um I hmm I I think I'm gonna have to take this. I think I'm gonna have to take this. I'm gonna have to take this seriously. Um I gotta I should probably go. I gotta tell the other the other guys what's what's going on. Maybe maybe Emily can make a couple calls and we can get to the get to the bottom of this. But um it could very well be that you're gonna be you're gonna be hearing from a, the the bottom of the sea the next time in Wentz. In Whence We Speak, I I had a plan from Ace to Zartan, nineteen eighty three. That's the that's the one where we look at the GI Joe figures year by year. We've already done eighty two, and I I have a plan to do nineteen eighty three next week. So just expect that. But it could be that uh it could be that that is it's a bit delayed. But I I don't know this this seems like it's all gonna gonna go smoothly they're gonna pick us up and they're gonna they're gonna take us down but uh all right um so everybody thanks for tuning in this has been the IC robots radio summer movie awards 2018 and next week we're gonna have ace till zartan this has been uh this has been episode number 165 so for me for iceberg for emily for doug mccoy for ferg for gino vega for Carlos, for Big Sage, and the Projectionist, this is me, Icy Robots, signing off. So until next time, if you don't know, now you know. This has been Icy Robots Radio Projection. Icy Robots Radio is a listener-supported in Dehar. If you like what we do and we make your day a little easier, please consider tossing a few bucks our way to help keep the life support running. All money collected goes to help us prepare for future space pirate attacks. Go on over to supportthereport.com for all the details. Thanks and have a great week. ELE. That's right, ELE. What does ELE stand for? Everybody love everybody. Everybody love everybody. Right there up on the wall. Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Saturday night at 8 on KFTY. Television north of the gate. Alert. Alert. Shuttlecraft approaching. 1, 9, 4, Rico, 12. Pooptronics transport identified and cleared to land. Arrival estimated at 13 space minutes. Alert has been fulfilled and is now complete.